you for joining uh, this episode of the Inner Circle podcast. Um, we're kind of venturing outside of my, my norm today, and I'm very excited because uh, I have two of my favorite podcasters on, uh, Adam and Danielle from Marriage and Martinis. So welcome, and uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Danielle. Hey, well, <laughs> this is backwards. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused. Well, you I'm, I'm pointed me to start. Yeah, I did because, well, it's backwards that usually we're the ones introducing, or at least that's how it works when I'm having conversations on the podcast. So I'm just confused about my place here. How you doing? <laughs> I'm Adam. <laughs> at least you didn't get the names backwards because that happened right. in one of your episodes. That, that has happened, by the way. <laughs> we have done that, yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks for having us. Uh, I really appreciate you guys taking the time. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've I've been you know a big fan listening to that podcast uh, for you know, roughly a year now. Um, it uh, you know gets 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 me to and from work uh, most days. Although uh, you know, right before we started, we were talking about you know you know listen, the ability to to kind of binge listen to podcasts and what happens when you're all caught up. And I'm almost there uh, with marriage and martinis, and so I'm going to have to like seek out new podcasts or you guys are going to have to start doing like three episodes a week. <laughs> That's a great well, idea. We were, we will be happy to do three episodes a week. If we can, uh, if we can get some funding, we'd be, ha we would love it. <laughs> Although I don't think our livers can handle it. No, that might be the problem. No, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It would be a short lived, uh, you know, short lived podcast, but, but it, we'd go, we'd go all in until then. <laughs> right. Right. Just three times the martinis. Yes. Yep. Um, so, you know, obviously, you know, like my, my focus and my podcast is, is tech focused. And I generally talk a lot about cybersecurity. That's my background. Um, uh, but, you know, after listening to your, your podcast and uh, kind of the origin story of, of how you guys got started and, 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 and also many of the episodes along the way, um, I wanted to have you guys on. Uh, because I thought there's there there is a there's there is a Venn diagram overlap there of some technology, and I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, you guys. You know, I, we don't need to go into the whole story. I mean, by, by all means, audience, if you want to know the story, I highly recommend go back and listen to Marriage and Martinez. Um Thank you. <laughs> but you, you know, the, the the origin story there of sort of, you know, where you guys were at when when you know Danielle when you were like, all right you know, we need to do this podcast. You know, what do you think about doing this podcast? Yeah. Um, and, you know, so that, that, so, but to get from there, what I'm curious about is, okay, so you had that conversation and, and Adam said, okay, cool. I'm in, let's do the podcast. So then what, like, what, like, what, what, what did you do? You know, like for, for someone who's, who's out there who doesn't have a podcast, how do you go from, I don't have a podcast to, okay, now there's a podcast online in terms of, you know, what microphone did you use? What, you know, software did you use? What platform did you like? How, how do you, how do you get from, I don't, I don't even know anything about podcasts to now I'm a published podcaster. Sure. Well, I'm actually glad you're bringing this up. We're, we're, I'm actually planning on doing a podcast, you know, mini episode or mini series about this uh, topic exactly about how starting from nothing, knowing nothing and starting a podcast and getting that going. Danielle did one um, on Instagram and growing your Instagram audience. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to kind of go the opposite route and go the tech route and just kind of say, hey, look, if you're interested in starting a podcast, this is how we did it. We're, I'm not a professional. I'm not an expert. I barely know the gear. I just know what I could buy, how it works and how to use it. So I'm kind of you know, talking to the people like me out there on how to get this thing going. 
we're actually like a garage podcast. Well, a, a, oh, a, a living, living room, room podcast <laughs> to be exact. But yeah, we, we have no studio. We have no producers. We have, uh, you know, nothing. Nobody was telling us, no editors. We literally were from scratch. Uh, well, yeah, the basics of it is, is that it's really not that complicated. And um, I have, I don't have a tech background, but I have a love of tech and I've had it my whole life. I've been a huge Apple guy. I've been using Apple products since I can remember my first Apple IIe. So I'm showing my age a little bit on that one. But, uh, <laughs> but, but so once you know how to kind of use software on a Mac, you can kind of use almost any software made for a Mac. And I, I, I kind of knew how to use the audio equipment. I went on Amazon. I looked up, you know, what mics, or I did a quick little search of what mics should you use, you know, maybe on a budget or how to get started, what's easy to use. And a couple of headphones. I, I plugged in some headphones and microphones into the computer. I made it work through some preferences, which took about a minute and a half, and I hit record. Well, it's, wait, you're, you're skipping a huge, a huge part. I'm talking the tech stuff here. I, I know, yeah. but, the, but you're skipping a huge part is that you bought all the stuff and we sat at it on our dining room table for about three months, walking back and <laughs> right. forth like, oh, there's that podcasting <laughs> stuff we talk about. Well, that was the scary anticipation <laughs> we were so of actually scared. talking into a mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we, you know, he spent all this money and all this time researching and stuff. And then it literally like sat around and we would just be like, Oh yeah, we we want to be podcasters, but we didn't actually set it up for probably a good three four months. Yeah, yeah that's about right. Yeah. Well, so um, w when I started, yeah, I, I mean, I I considered it for probably years. You know, like, hey, I should do that. Um, and and actually, if you go back uh, somewhere on YouTube, um, I, I initially was doing a video podcast that didn't have guests; it was just me. And actually, it was along the same, same lines of the marriage martinis because it was it was um, I did it as like a Friday happy hour, and so I would have like my craft beer or my you know drink du jour, and 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 the drink the drink played a, a central role in the podcast, and uh, but I would just talk about whatever I wanted to talk about uh, in terms of technology from that week, um, and it was a video podcast, and I did that for a while, uh, and then I stopped, and part of the reason that I it took me a while to get going and, and to get going again was this sort of like the the kind of like waiting for it to be perfect you know the the, the you know the, the the waiting for all of the lights to be green before you leave your house sort of thing um and and eventually i was like you know what i'm just gonna hit record and just you know <laughs> like yeah, that's my, 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 my 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 you know shitty podcast is still better than no podcast and so let's just let's just hit record and see what happens yeah, we have a few of those sitting somewhere in, in a folder on the computer that I don't think we'll ever release because... Yeah, well, we recorded the first episode like three, four times before we actually were like, fuck it, I guess we just have to put it out into the world. Like, there's, what are we going to do? And and we did, a, and I still don't know, you know, that you get that like imposter syndrome, like, who am I to put all this out and who's, why are people going to listen and I'm nobody and, you know, so that releasing the first one is... God, it's it's petrifying. I, I still look back and I'm like, how did we even do that? I can kind of think about that for every episode we've ever released. Right, right. But the first one especially because you're you you know you're waiting for somebody to download it and you're why would it, I don't know why right, like it's out there. Yeah. And 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 also one of the worst parts is hearing your voice back for the first time. Yeah. Like that. It's a year and a half later, and I'm still kind of not wanting to hear myself. Well. 
so in 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 our defense and in, in, in the collective defense of all podcasters um have you ever gone back and looked at like episode or like episode one or season one of seinfeld or friends yes yes because usually those things they take a while to like catch on and i'm, I'm usually a little bit late so it's usually like end of season one or beginning of season two that I'm, I'm finally catching up with the trend. Mm -hmm. And by then it's polished and it's really good. But when you look at like episode one of Seinfeld or episode one of, of friends, it looks like someone recorded it on a handy cam. And it's, just, <laughs> I mean, it just, yeah. it has this like really rough, raw feel to it. Like, like they didn't have all their shit together yet. Right. Well, I'm always worried that people are going to go back and like, I almost want to say, like, skip the first like 12 episodes and just start binging, you know, like, yeah. because our audio was so terrible. We were, we couldn't figure it out. There were so many interviews we did where like, you couldn't hear one of us. And, you know, it, we, we just had no idea what we were doing, but people are pretty, you know, I think one thing about podcasts is that people are kind of used to like the, uh, it being sort of gritty and, you know, not usually perfect audio unless they're in some kind of crazy professional, you know, like a Joe Rogan or type type of thing or whatever. But I think people are used to it and they're, they're pretty forgiving most of the time. I mean, sometimes people will complain and you're like, uh, well, if you give us some money, we'll buy new audio, but you're getting it for, <laughs> as long as you're getting it for free, keep your mouth shut. But um, yeah, but even some of the big podcasts that I listen to now, I, I think I only know this because we're in it uh, that I, I noticed like when they go to the ads, the ad volume is lower than the episode yeah, I or that too. I, you know, all of the ums and the, you knows and the like the coughing and the, right. you know, I don't think normal people who are just in it for the entertainment notice that stuff. Yeah. And I think we kind of like kill ourselves about it and you make me edit the shit out of these episodes Actually, to get those the nose out. Yeah. Uh, but, Interesting story about that. So like my, my dad, uh, huge, like hobbyist woodworker, but like professional level hobbyist woodworker. I mean, he like, he, he, he's made like, you know, he made like a rocking chair for my son when he was born and he like, he, he makes like gorgeous wow. wood crafting. He made a mantle for his fireplace many, many, many years ago is phenomenal, beautiful. You'd walk in the house, you'd be like, Oh my God, that is an amazing, you know, mantle. But, you know, he would walk, he, he showed it to me. He's like, oh, you know, here I did this mantle, uh, you know, but, you know, there's this little, there's this little like Nick over here. I'm like, and, and so he was, he was so fixated on that one imperfection. And I was like, dude, nobody's going to fucking see that. Right. <laughs> nobody, nobody is going to see that past how, how gorgeous this mantle is. That's all anyone's going to focus on is how gorgeous the mantle is. And I, and I feel like, you know, there's, there's a parallel here where it's like, we, you know, you hear your voice or you know where you screwed up. And so you fixate on that and you're like, oh man, that was, you know, I, I messed that up. But the audience just thinks, wow, you guys, you know, you, you guys did this thing. Uh, you know, you were very, uh, you know, genuine and authentic and you shared information that I cared about. And that's all they, that's all they're paying attention to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think also they like the fact to some level that we, it does make it more relatable about the fact that, you know, we are not these professional celebrities sitting in a studio and we are in our house and you hear our kids slamming doors and you hear the dogs barking because it's real life. And yeah, obviously like to a degree, but right. any, 
you don't want the dogs barking the whole time. But I think that there's a little bit of that that people are sort of like, oh yeah, they they really are just like me, you know, like like us, and and it's true, and we we really are. So I think people appreciate that. But you also get the other side of it where people can be just scrutinize every detail, you know, and then and and they'll leave a review or they'll you know something that will they'll just rip it apart, and you're sort of like, wait a minute, like are you are you like out there doing the same thing we are or are you just somebody who is you know sitting here just going and writing negative reviews well and that's i mean that's just that's just the internet that's just yeah totally yeah there's no way yeah there's no way exactly there's no way around it yeah it's really real easy to uh judge something and rip it apart from your chair when you're not doing anything that's right go face to face and then see what they have to say to you right um okay so on that topic though so were there was there was there any hardware or software that you used in the beginning that you eventually figured out okay this just isn't, this isn't working i need to upgrade and 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 maybe because it was just shitty hardware or software or maybe it just didn't meet your needs no um no i i've made a few mistakes in the things that i've chosen not because they're bad equipment but just because they didn't work for us but again it was very simple the way we had our setup because i literally just did get two mics and two headphones and you know, an adapter to plug everything into. We have, you know, my iMac and we use GarageBand. So the software is free and everything just kind of worked. Oh, but the Yetis. I, I was going to get oh, to that. Okay. So then we, so then, you know, as things were working and we were trying to get better sound and, you know, we found those blue Yeti mics. I'm not sure if you're familiar with those. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm actually literally using one. All right, perfect. So great mics for our situation didn't work. Echo too much, two people you know, big room, Kids in the background. Yeah, background noises. So the mic didn't work for us. So like I said, not, not to put the mic down, it's a great mic just for our situation. It wasn't. So if you're kind of in the same situation as us, it probably isn't going to work too well. Um, but other than that, we, we got the, uh, are you familiar with the Rodecaster Pro? No. Okay. So the Rodecaster Pro is a really freaking cool piece of machinery for podcasters. So obviously by the name, it was made for podcasters. Now it's way more than we need, but I really like the sound we get out of it. So I'm happy that I bought it. It's definitely not necessary unless you're, uh, it's got four inputs, you know, for four mics, four headphones. So if you're having, you know, if people come over, you can do the interviews that way. Um, it has a, you know, a, a Bluetooth input. It has um, actual audio for your phone input. If you're not going to use Bluetooth, it has USB input. So it's really good for interviewing, for you know, people calling in or anyone to put that as part of the podcast. So it has way more functionality than we actually need and use it for. But we still use it. I'm not getting rid of it. I love the sound and have the ease of using it. But other than that, there's not really much, right? Yeah, no, we re- it's been we've kept it very simple. Uh, not a ton of money on equipment. No, there there actually there's only really been one. I mean, there are a few episodes that I wasn't really happy with the audio, but I was sort of like willing to let it slide. But uh, we recently did an interview with somebody, uh, and it was like one Yeti for the three of us, and the sound quality was just really, really not good. Um, and so we actually sent that. That was the first time we had sent it in to to be, uh, you know, edited professionally because I was just like, we cannot release that. It, you know, right. it's just too, it's just, you know, too hard to hear and there's too many distractions. So that was really the only time we've done, we've done that though. It's, it's funny. It, it took me, so my, my, my kids actually, uh, and, and, and actually Danielle, you and I just recently had the interaction 
because of the poll question you had put up. But um, I have seven kids. Uh, I can't. Wow. I can't believe that. Uh, and Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the, you don't have to get into that. I was just. I thought it, and it came out of my mouth. That's all. <laughs> we put the. Oh my God! Your wife must be a saint. Is she a saint? Well, she is a saint. Uh, yeah, but, uh, she must be. Got him. What's he going to say? No, on like public. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but we're down. We're, we're down to only two in the house. But uh, but but. Wow! So you've life. successfully gotten rid of five. Yes. Oh my God! You need to write a book. <laughs> because how, how do you do that? I, I like. I'm I'm worried that we have three kids, and I'm worried that one of them is going to be home longer than they need to. And you've already done it with five kids, so you need to teach me your ways. All right. Well, uh, I'm I'm here. I'm here if you need me. Okay. Thank <laughs> but, you. Uh, but two of them were like, you know, they were into all these like, you know, uh, just gaming on, you know, doing like interactive gaming online with all their friends and, and constantly on these like, you know, Skype calls with their friends during the games and stuff. And they were into these uh, Yeti mics. And so I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And, and so actually, this is what I asked for. I got it for Christmas one year because I was when I was considering getting into podcasting, I was like, all right, I should get this Yeti mic. And I actually didn't like it uh, in the beginning. And it took a, a, quite a while for me to, because there's this, you know, there's the, the, the adjustment on there of sort of like, uh, the directional adjustment of whether it's listening from the front or from the sides or from oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I people get really that. upset if they see you in a picture and it's not the correct way. Well, yeah, so I, had to, I had to really play with those settings for a while because a lot of times I would record and it would sound like shit. And I'm like, well, I'm sitting right in front of the mic. Why does this sound like shit? Right. Uh, but eventually, I figured it out. I think I, I, I think it's good now. Uh, and and yeah, I, you I, definitely sound good to me. You sound really good. Yeah. So I, I yeah. So I, I it, it took a while, but I think I, I think I got that part worked out. Um. Okay. So that's the podcasting side. Um. Over the you know the the year plus that you guys have been doing this, uh, you know you, you've you've talked about a number of topics related to sort of kids and technology. I know like when you went on uh, the Europe trip for uh, Mia's Bat Mitzvah, um, uh, that you, one of the things that you guys kept stressing was, you know, even if you want to have like a family vacation where you want to be disconnected, for the love of God, do not leave your devices at home. Exactly. <laughs> Do not put yourself in that predicament. Right. Like, like you want to have, you want the devices. They're, they're for yeah. you. They're, they're for you. They're not for the kids. They're right. <laughs> um, and, right. and make sure you have the chargers, make, you know, and all, and all of that. So, but on a, on a day to day, week to week basis, um, do you have any issues? Do you have any rules? Do you have like, when it comes to the kids and technology, um, you know, is it an issue for you guys or is it just, you know, just, you know, use your phone, use your, your tablet, use your whatever. It's fine. Uh, no. What's the next question? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, by the way, when we went, because we went to yeah. international for the trip, I did days of research for chargers that I would make sure would work wherever we were going because it was international. So that's something that you have to think about too, by the way, because right, right. you can't just bring your charger. Right. You need those international plugs. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think that it, on some level, we, we could definitely be a little stricter uh, concerning, you know, the the electronics and our, you know, our, our middle son is, um, I would say, you know, he's, he's very into like sports and stuff like that. And, you know, he's on a basketball team and he's outside playing sports all the time and stuff. So I really don't worry about him. 
um, you know, he, he spends a ton of time doing other stuff. And when he's like, you know, when he's on technology, one thing about, you know, that I, I didn't mind so much about Fortnite and everything is like, he would be playing, you know, he has cousins who live, you know, three and a half hours away and they would, they never get to see each other, you know, a few times a year. And they would like connect on Fortnite every night. You know, he's, they're, they're five years older than him. And he would be like hanging out with them, you know, playing on Fortnite and everything. I mean, is it as, you know, would I prefer them to be like, you know, talking about literature or something? Sure. <laughs> but, but it, I liked that, that there was, you know, there was a social aspect of it all. And, you know, I'm not worried about him. Like he's the most sensitive kid. You know, I think you have to know your kid, right? Like right. I'm not worried about him being violent. I'm not worried about him, you know, like playing with gut. I'm not, I'm not worried about him with that stuff. And our daughter sort of just like, she's very much an introvert. She, you know, she definitely binge watches shows and stuff. I'm more with her. Uh, I'm always like, Oh, don't you want to text some people? And you know, I'm, I'm more like Adam's always like, leave her alone. Like I, as somebody who grew up pretty social and everything, I'm more the other way of like, stop binge watching shows and start like texting people and making plans and stuff. So, you know, I'm always excited when she's like in a group text or, you know, because right. I, I also, again, I know she's not posting inappropriate things and she's not gossiping about people. Like she's, she's a good kid. Um, and our youngest is just like, he is definitely our biggest problem with being addicted yeah. to. Well, in the beginning when he was younger, you know, three and four, we were actually more condoning it because he was he was learning he was yeah, watching he like taught himself russian yeah he taught himself <laughs> russian watching youtube he was watching space videos he was watching like all these educational really cool things and, and really retaining that information in the last couple of years yeah, yeah and, then, and then you know and then so his much. friends all introduced him to mario and so right. so you know and youtubers um, playing video games and watching yeah. them and you know yeah so it, it's sure but you know, look, he's, first of all, they're in school all day. And, you know, you, you come home like the same way we come home and we want to unwind and we want to sit in front of the TV and like be brainless. I think that kids need that too. And I, I think my mom never, she wasn't really strict about us watching TV and stuff. I mean, we, you know, we got good grades. We had a social, like, like I think as long as they're doing other stuff too, like, you know, our daughter is in sleepaway camp in the summer for a little while, they're not allowed to have technology and at, at camp all day. And this, you know, they don't, they don't bring their phones and everything. So there are times when they're, they're doing other things. I think that's the important part. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. And, and, and I, and I agree with you too, about the kind of the social aspects of it. Like a lot of people, you know, think, Oh, you know, my kids, you know, he's, he's spending all day, in his room on his computer and you know and he should go out and ride his bike and play with friends in the neighborhood and stuff but um you know the, the reality is that you know uh, my you know my my, my again the, the same school boys kind of introduced me to the uh yeti mike um they made they made a friend who i think they didn't meet in person for like until like years later but she was a really good friend. Like they, 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 I mean, they played games together all the time, and they, and they, 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 they met her online. They got to know each other online. Um, you know, so just because it's different than it was when I was a kid, and I would, you know, go outside and ride my bike with my friends, I don't think that makes it bad inherently. Right. 
again, I think you have to know your kid. You know, I think you have to feel like there are definitely kids who are on Instagram or on, you know, playing video games or whatever and getting a lot of negative stuff out of it because of maybe where they are mentally or they're feeling socially, you know, isolated. Or I think that I don't think it's something that you could do free range where you sort of don't have to know at any point what is going on. Right. But but I do, you know, I, I think that we're pretty in touch with our, our, I mean, I, I don't want to sound like the parents who are like, oh, you know, not my kid. But I do think that we know our kids are like, I, I, um, I follow my son and there are sometimes when he'll post a story or something and he'll post like one of those on Instagram, one of those like, you know, if you don't send this to five people, everyone in your family <laughs> is going to die and, da, 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 and I'll like sit him down and I'll be like, you can't post that stuff. Like, you got to stop. So I see everything he's posted. Granted, he's still 11, maybe in three, four years, that's not going to be the case. But, right. you know, I'm, it's certainly I'm, I'm helping him sort of navigate, like, what is appropriate, what is not appropriate. Um, and he's sort of like, well, everybody else was posting it. And, you know, I didn't say anything bad about anybody or whatever. I'm like, no, you, it, right. it's just that's no good for anybody. Well, and uh, so I'm with you on two levels. I'm with you on the you you have to know your kid and you have to you have to know each individual like it it doesn't really work and i i can say this as the parent of seven kids like having a blanket this is the rule for all seven i mean some things it works for but but a lot of things it doesn't really work for you have to you have to consider each of them as an individual yeah um and 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 parent accordingly um and, you know, and uh, I, I, I lost what my second thing was going to be. But I will <laughs> add that um, it's actually my oldest, who is now 25, uh, who is the one who's like on, he, like, if you, if, you, if you follow him on Facebook, he's the meme lord. Like, all he does is post memes, like, all day, every day. Um, my my uh, 17-year-old son is convinced that, you know, that his account isn't even real, that it's some sort of bot account because really? they have a lot of followers. It's, it's not that he has a lot of followers. It's just the, the, the volume of content that he manages, the, the volume of memes that he manages to like share and repost and stuff. And right. it's like, he's, he's, he's in school and has a job. And, and, and some, you know, so my 17 year old was like, when is he doing this? When <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, it is the future too. You know, you think about like there's kids are getting scholarships now and stuff for what for like gaming and. Oh you know. yeah, well it's you know it's the new sport. You know they have ESPN events for thousands cool. of people that fill stadiums watching people play games. And 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 I, and we will probably get there. I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm a, a, a fan of Madden football. I've played Madden football for years and years. My kids could give a shit less about any sport. Like they, they just don't fight. Somehow I failed and they don't care about any sports. Um, <laughs> but when they walk in the room, they honestly have to do a double take to determine whether I am watching a football game or playing Madden football. I mean, that's right. the level of realism of the yeah. game. Wow, yeah. And so really when you look at things like the, the concussions and the, you know, the issues that the NFL is dealing with, it's like, I can totally envision like, why wouldn't we just five years from now or whatever, just, you don't need to have players out there killing each other. Just play Madden football. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Although they won't, it wouldn't be so exciting if it's not based on any. Well, and, 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 and so on the other side of that, look at, uh, look at Ninja. You know, I mean, he, you know, he's making millions a year playing Fortnite. Yeah. Um, Microsoft just paid him ungodly sums of money to switch off of Amazon's Twitch network to uh, their network. And I don't even remember, I don't even remember what their network's called, but they paid him like just boatloads of money to switch because that was a, a huge win for them and a, and a huge marketing coup for their uh, streaming platform. But literally the guy's making millions of dollars just playing Fortnite. That's uh, that, that is his job. His job is to play. And he's, he's got uh, a Red Bull, uh, right. Sponsorship. He's got like a Nike sponsorship. Like he plays Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is what do you, Nike sponsorship? What do you say to your kids now when you know you say, "Hey, stop playing video games." <laughs> you know. I, yeah, well, maybe, maybe I know. I, I want to go back and yell at my mom. You know. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, stop playing. You know, stop playing Pac-Man and go outside. I'm like, God damn it! Why didn't you let me right. play Pac-Man? Well, but, listen, it's the same thing. Like you know, our our middle son who is, I mean, he's you know tiny compared to the other kids in his class and everything. And, you know, he talks about how he's going to one day be like the starting quarterback at Penn state. And, you know, you're sort of like, listen, bud, you know, like great, but you know, let's, let's practice the drum. Right. Let's do all the, the other that's stuff. That's also why esports are an equalizer. So like if you get to the point where people are, are, you can be a professional Madden football player, then it no longer matters if you're, you know, six, five, 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. true. Yeah. Then you could be, you know, five, five, 300 pounds. Yeah. The problem is, is that, you know, when they, when they're doing it for so long, like sometimes a whole day will go by and, you know, they'll be either on the computer or binge watching shows or whatever. And you're sort of like, all right, yes, you need days like that. But also if you do not end up being a professional Fortnite player, it is like completely, right. totally unproductive. I was, <laughs> so, so I was, I, I was ready to re rebut you until you said, yes, you can have days like that. Because I was going to say, that is somewhat self-policing. I mean, when I was a kid, um, and, and now I'm going to date myself, but, you know, I was playing like King's Quest and, and things like that. And like, or even, even, even not computer related, just when we, when we would play Dungeons and Dragons, there were literally weekends where my friends would come over and we'd play Dungeons and Dragons for like 36 hours straight. You know, wow. that pizza Mountain Dew and bathroom breaks. Yeah, exactly. And, and there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. And there never was. We we had countless hours in front of the TV too. You know, that was our device, the only one that we had to watch. It's okay. We all were kids. We need it. We need to unwind like that. Well, yeah. and, and, and my point was going to be, you know, we did that. But like, even we weren't willing to do that for like 10 days straight. I mean, there's a limit. <laughs> you know, so like, right. you don't really need to step in and be like, all right, you need to stop that. Because yeah. they're going to stop on their own. Yeah. Um, yeah, our youngest, I'm still not sure about. <laughs> our youngest, I'm still not sure about. I'm waiting for him to. Mm. I'm waiting for it because you know our other kids, like some kids, will go in and out of it, right? Like they'll be obsessed with it for a few months, and then they'll be obsessed with something else, and then they'll go back to it. You know, like they take breaks. But right. our youngest has has yet to do that yet. <laughs> We're waiting. All right, so slightly different angle on like parenting and 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 family tech. I know, you know. You know, one of your sponsors, and you guys are huge fans of Greenlight. And you know, yes. they're not sponsoring this podcast, 
So I don't know if you say anything nice about them, but we could talk about them anyway. Um, uh, you know, because I know, like I say, I know you guys are huge fans of, of Greenlight. So, you know, let's talk about kind of that angle of technology and parenting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for us, you know, we have not done a great job of teaching our kids finances. We actually just did an episode all about finances and going back to our childhoods also and talking about the fact that it was, we just were never sat down and it's hard to do, right? It's hard to sit down and teach. First of all, the, the attention span, a kid is not going to be able to. So, you know, I, I just feel like green light is great because it is, it's, it's a fun way to teach them. And it's also a really, really easy way. And it's it's just it's different than having a regular debit card or something because it is geared for kids. I mean, when they spend something, it pops right up on our phone and um, it, it shows the location of where they are. So we also can see that they are where they're supposed to be and how much they spent. And you can limit their spending on, you know, you they go into GameStop, for instance, you know, where they want to buy every single thing and spend all their money. Well, you can put a limit of like 40 bucks. So, you know, or 50 bucks. I was going to say, you got to make it like 50 yeah, or 60. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so if you want them, you know, you don't want them to buy the entire store. You want them to get one game. So they, it has those things to do that we, I'm not, we're not so good at sitting down and doing with our kids, but they can sort of learn, you know, the hands-on way, which is, right. you know, and they know that, uh, uh, they've gotten to the point where like, you know, they spend a dollar ninety to like get me a water and they're like, you owe me a dollar ninety. Like, you know, so they, yep. they're keeping track of how much they spent and it's, they, they know, you know, that they need to earn money if that, if they don't have the proper amount of money to buy something in there, then they better do some chores or something and earn. Well, so they, they learn the outcome and the effect of what buying something is. Now you have less money. Right. That, so that, that's kind of like the main goal here. And right. what, what do I have to do to get more money? Right. Yeah. That, that's kind of the best lesson learned in this, I think, in the whole using the green light card. And so, so you know, we're, we're not using green light, but my wife set the kids up with like, uh, I don't know, Capital One 360 accounts a couple of years ago. Um, and, and it doesn't have nearly the same level of kind of interaction and, 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 and monitoring capabilities, but you know, she set it up so that, you know, for, for a lot of the same reasons, it was sort of like, all right, it's real easy for me to transfer you money if I need to, you know, it, you know, like, like my, my 17 year old, uh, for, for whatever reason, does not want to go get a real job, but always wants money. I wouldn't say for whatever reason. Yeah. I, kind of, I, think that too. I get it. <laughs> so, 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 you know, endless list of like chores around the house that he's doing for like 20 bucks here and 20 bucks there. Sure. You know, and my 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 wife, uh, you know, well now she's paying she's paying him, you know, by you know Venmo, uh, you know, and right. Going, going that's a that's a life changer too. Yeah, um, you know, but it, but it, but I think it does help. Like even even if it's a situation where, uh, it's a thing that I would buy for them anyway. Like I I don't I don't need them to go buy that for themselves. As a parent, I would pay for it. I think it's still, uh educational uh for them to do it just to kind of experience that it costs money <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. Just, just so they can have that experience of i spent money and now i have less of it uh and and so it's not just a completely like abstract concept that you know i just ask for things and i get them 
Yeah, it's not, hey, mom or dad, can you buy me this? It's, uh, oh, look, there's not just unlimited funds. You know what I mean? So they're understanding the value of you know the money they have in their account and they have to decide, okay, maybe I don't want to buy this thing now. I mean, I want to buy something bigger, you know, over GameStop instead of a water at Starbucks, you know, whatever stupid little thing it is. Right. Yeah, I, mean, there, I think it's also one thing is that it also is just, just going in and, you know, usually when we go into a store, or I have to go in and, and, you know, buy it for them. But it's also just the exchange with the person at the register. Like yeah. now that they have their own card, they're even learning, you know, the, the back and forth with um, the person behind the register and that interaction. And my daughter and well, my That's friends, not going to be around for very long. No? That interaction? There's not going to be somebody behind the register for the next five, ten years? Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, happening. Well, and then our daughter and her friends were out uh, at a restaurant and Adam went to pick them up. She had her green light card, you know, and they paid for the, and then he, as they're leaving, he, he's like, you guys tipped, right? And she's like, uh, no. So then he, you know, had to go back and show them how to tip. Like all these things that lead to another lesson, you know, that you're, it, it's opens up the opportunity to learn stuff that, you know, I don't think I learned how to tip until I was, you know, probably like a junior senior in high school yeah so yeah i was gonna say when when so when i was in like a, like probably like a freshman in high school i don't know when I, when I was in high school um you know uh, my parents were divorced my mom, you know, mom was a single mom raising my brother and i and you know so she had a you know, limited budget and it's like okay well you know we'll, we'll go, go get your haircut you know like once every two months you can get new shoes you know like once a year and, you know, and I, so as soon as I was like, you know, when I was like 13, I got a paper route specifically so I could get past that, uh, <laughs> at least you know, on, on some of the things. And like, and, and, and eventually, you know, when I got a job, like delivering pizza and stuff, you know, the, the arrangement I had with my mama, she was like, well, look, if I were doing it, I would only be paying for you to get a haircut, you know, once every two months. So. I will give you that money. I will give you the money that I was going to pay for you to get your haircut every two months. I will give you the money that I was going to pay for you to get a new pair of shoes once a year. And then you can do whatever you want. And so then I was, you know, going and getting my haircut every two weeks and I was going and buying new shoes every other month. And, you know, and, and, you know, but that was, that was our arrangement. That sounds good. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, she was like, hey, look, you, you, you go crazy, you do whatever you want with your money, but you know, this is, this is, I'm maxed out. <laughs> right. Well, that was I'm one doing. of the cool things. I mean, you know, now with like millennials and stuff, we just did an episode with someone who was planning their wedding. She's a millennial. Mm -hmm. And, you know, remember how when we were planning our wedding, you had to register for the actual, you know, the actual like a set of plates, a set of, and that's what they bought you and they shipped it to you. Right. Well, she was saying now you have the option that, you know, you can register for something and people can do it online and they pay for it online, but then you have the option of, do you actually want the product or you do just want the cash? Yeah. Which and I think I mean, is awesome. It, it, so that is awesome. And that was, that, and that was a great episode. I completely agree with everything that you guys were saying about how different that is. Like, so when, when I had a wedding, it's like, you didn't feel like there were, op, uh, you know, there were options in terms of what kind of dress do you want and what kind right. of food do you want on the buffet? But there weren't options in terms of the entire wedding experience. <laughs> like yeah, that, yeah. You didn't get to play with that, that formula when I was having a wedding. Like, and, right. and yeah. now, now it's like, it's like no hold barred, do whatever the fuck you want. And I was like, right. oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's way better for the guests too. But she was also saying like everything, you know, we think it sounds so awesome, but she was also like, now there's this issue where 
everybody's just trying to outdo each other and be crazier and more creative. And that's a whole different level of stress. Right. Well, and you yeah, guys talked about like the destination weddings too. And like, you know, just how, how much, how much money are you expecting your guests to spend? Totally. Right. Because you want to have a wedding in Cancun. Right. But then you also know that the people who you don't want, want there aren't going to come. <laughs> Which also valid, you know, but, but yeah. you know, like, like you guys talked about your wedding and it was the same thing for, for mine. And I've, I've actually had two. So, you know, for, for both of my weddings uh-huh. is, is, you know, you, you do have like your, your parents going, well, you know, you know, my, my, you know, my friend from, you know, 30 years ago, you know, who knew you when you were a baby, exactly. he's probably invited him. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Why does exactly. he not get my wedding? Right, right. No, no, thank you. Please give me the cash instead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the thing too. And you know, when we're in our young twenties and we don't know who the person is, but they're bringing a gift. All right. Yeah. Invite them. You're not paying for right. it. You know? Right. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, honestly, when, when I was, you know, growing, growing up, uh, in Detroit, uh, Detroit has a, 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 a heavy Jewish population. Um, I am now, uh, technically speaking, I am Jewish. I converted I'm a very atheist form of Jew, Jewish, but 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 I am technically Jewish. Okay. Um, well, Adam's uh, technically Jewish, but he's frequently not practicing too. So you guys have something. Yeah, Tony, we could talk. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, my my all all of my friends, uh, you know, were 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 Jewish, and uh, you know, so we had lots of bar mitzvahs, lots of bat mitzvahs, and I, I felt like that was a lot of the same same stuff. Where like my friends would you know, they'd have this bar mitzvah, this bat mitzvah. And there'd be like hundreds of people. They didn't know who the fuck any of those people exactly. were. They didn't care as long as there was money in the envelope. Right. Well, that's why we decided to do a trip with our daughter because, you know, we, we go to tons and tons of bar and bat mitzvahs. I mean, you know, when they're 13, they could go, you know, 20, 30 bar and bat mitzvahs. And they're all, it's like a wedding sort of. They all kind of are exactly the same. And it's five hours and you've literally spent, you know, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 and the night is over. Yeah. So for us, it makes more sense. I mean, the, the the parties are so fun, and I totally get why people do them. But it, it we just couldn't we couldn't see ourselves doing it. But even just uh, uh, I'm derailing us here a little bit. But just just regular birthdays and parenting. Um, you know, like so when 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 my child is having a birthday, I have the decision to make of, you know, well, are we just going to have a birthday or are we going to like have a party and we're going to invite all the friends. And, you know, now I have to spend a bunch of money to entertain all the friends and I, I'm, I'm investing all this money in this party, but there's always a trade off of, okay, well I invested more money in the party, but less money in gifts. But now the people who are coming to the party, they're bringing the gifts. Right. And now, and now, but now there's a, now there's a quid pro quo reciprocation expected where I'm eventually going to be invited to their kid's birthday party. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it all ends up just paying the same $25 back and right. forth. And right. Back. Now I have, now I have to give the money back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Unless you don't go to their party and then you can just keep the money. Yeah. I, I feel sort of like, I, I like doing the, parties and I, you know, I feel like as long as your kids still want to do it like why it's it's another celebration you know like it's also how you do it i think how we're doing it is kind of the good way that works for us when they were young when they were babies first second birthdays oh my god I mean, we would throw it was crazy. like billy madison after he graduated <laughs> each grade you know they would have like the circus and the yeah <laughs> the Rolex watches. right right and, no, but we did the crazy birthday parties when they were little and as they were getting older 
Um, and we had less money. <laughs> keep throwing that one. In there. <laughs> yeah, but you know, now that they're in their, you know, preteens and teens, it, the parties are getting easy. They still want the birthday parties, but you know, for us, the way we want it to happen, we you know, for the two boys, we have a video game truck that comes and pulls up in front of the you house. Lock them in there. It's here for what two hours. Yeah. They eat pizza and cake on the driveway. And then everybody leaves. Not one person comes into the house unless they have to go to the bathroom. Right. No, not even that. I'm like, you can go pee in that bush. Right, over yeah, there. that's the boys, right. right. So <laughs> So literally there's, there's nobody inside the house, there's no mess. It's you know, cake and pizza on the driveway, get picked up in three hours, the party's over. And they love it. They have a and, and they have a great time. Yeah, yeah. trust me, they're not we're not <laughs> you know, being mean to our yeah. kids by doing this. Right. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, and then our oldest daughter, she's you know, she's she's I think too old now for the birthday parties. She has a few friends. We go out to dinner and that's the night. Yeah. We actually missed her birthday this year. <laughs> we didn't forget it. We missed it. No, we missed. No, we didn't know. It wasn't like 16 candles. <laughs> got my birthday. No, no. It was, we were away on purpose, which is probably worse. <laughs> yeah, it was work. It was the best. Uh, I mean, yeah. our, our, uh, my, my daughter dances like pre-professionally. I mean, she's literally dancing like 30 hours a week, 30 plus hours a week. and uh, and that schedule was crazy. Like my wife and daughter are going to be uh-huh. you know, uh, gone this weekend at like a, a, a dance convention. And, and when it gets to be convention season, that happens a lot. And last year there were conventions that fell on like my birthday, her birthday, my son's yeah. birthday. And you know, it's just, it's just the way it is. You know, life yeah. happens. <laughs> right. No, I know. It, yeah. You, that's, that's what happens as they get older. Um, so, all right. So I want to, uh, I guess, switch then to uh, relationship tech. And, and, and I only put this in here because I know you guys have actually talked. Um, yeah, I think you had on like the, the founder or developer of uh, Lasting. Lasting, yeah. Um, and and, and the, the Lasting is a great app. There's also, there, there are a couple other great apps out there. But, you know, first of all, you know, when you guys, you know, you're just on a date night or whatever, do you have any rules or just even if you have a rule do you have like a, a preference <laughs> on technology like you know or, or do you feel offended if uh the other the other one of you gets their phone out during uh dinner i don't think so. you know most of our date nights now are spent podcasting like we went out to dinner with another couple last weekend and that was great but yeah there was no phones out there were no phones out or anything no i mean maybe i'll check you know and make sure that everything's okay with the kids or whatever but um, when it's just, you know, first of all, with the podcast and everything, when we're out, just the two of us, like sometimes there's only so much you have to say to each other yeah. <laughs> and you can like, you know, you'll pull something up or we'll be talking about the podcast and we'll pull something up on technology or something. Um, I am, I mean, I full fledged admit that I am ad- ad- addicted to my phone. Like it's, it's a reflex. It's literally like, I just grab it and I, you know, I do want to, I, trying to do it less and less when I'm out. It's not always so easy, but um, no, I don't think we have it. That's not a, one of our issues. No, I think it's, I, I look, we, I, we, I've said it many times on the podcast that I do have issues with Danielle, how much she uses her phone sometimes and there's no talking to her because she's not even paying attention. But with the minimal, minimum, minimal, minimal time that we have together during the week, when we, if we do have a night out or a date night, our date night is really to get back together and talk about the podcast plan, what we're going to do. We'll even bring our computers to dinner sometimes. Yeah, we'll do the early bird special. <laughs> yeah, so so actually tech is part of our date night 
because our date night is really because we love talking about the podcast and planning for everything. So it's actually a fun conversation to have when we go out. And, you know, and we're talking about our lives because that's what right. the podcast yeah. is about. So, you know, right. we're talking about parenting, we're talking about decisions and we're talking about, you know, getting past things. And so it's all kind of raveled into one, which is cool and obviously not very common. You know, that's not for most people who are on date night. That's not how it goes. But, you know, I think that... Um, Yes, if you're sitting there on your phone the whole time while the other person is, uh, you know, like trying to talk to you, then yeah, that's definitely yeah. Well, there's yeah, there's also only so much like you just said that you can number one say to each other. How many times can you ask how how was your day? And mm -hmm. and that's why we started. A lot of people asked us for to sign up for emails for us. Yeah, because we release almost weekly yeah. or, or biweekly all the questions that we go over and talk to each other about. So now they'll have something to talk about at dinner. Yeah, that you you you. You, you, you stole my point. I was going to say, you know, you guys, you guys do that. So now, you know, if my wife and I go on a date night, I can go back to your questions. And, oh, and, good. And, that, so and that's fun. a great conversation starter to be like, hey, let's talk about these. Yeah, um, we, you yeah, guys, we a lot you guys of, need, uh, you guys need another podcast that you can steal their questions. <laughs> so you can right? right. I know. I know. Yeah, we, uh, well, we're planning the questions for the next one when we're out. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that it is, you know, people are looking for that kind of thing because first of all, now we might not be as, uh, you know, as good at conversation as we were even 10 or 15 years ago. We're just not used to it as much. And so I think that the questions like that are, are like a good tool to have to sort of, you know, I think they're a phenomenal tool because, um, you know, the first, you know, let's say five years, you know, of, of a relationship, like everything's new. You don't have a problem finding something to talk about or whatever, you know, you fast, you're, you're 10, 20 years in and everything is so familiar and routine, um, in general, um, that it does, be, it becomes hard, you know? So it's like, you know, like you said, like, how often can you say, well, you know, how was your day? It's like, well, I already basically know how your day was. <laughs> you know, it's like your, your day was the same as yesterday and the day before, because that's right. just how yeah. our lives are. And, and it can, it can start to feel, uh, it can kind of like plant the seeds of discontent, sort of like, well, maybe I'm not happy here. Like we have nothing to yeah, talk about. We, nothing to talk we have about. nothing to relate to. We have nothing to talk about. And it's like, well, that's, that's not necessarily true. Feel. You know, on the spot, like, uh, you know, you have to all of a sudden think about what direction the conversation to go. And everybody's exhausted at the end of the week. So yeah. nobody's, you know, fresh mind, like thinking about what they want to talk about. Um, so, so, you know, my wife and I uh, have used the lasting app. And we're still subscribers to the lasting app. We don't, we're not using it as actively now as we, as we uh -huh. did. Um, uh, and, I'm, and I'm pretty sure that started from uh your guys's podcast uh, oh, cool. I, I'm, I'm not positive all i know is that right. one day my, all i know is that one day my <laughs> wife was like hey we should try this and i was like all right um i, I mean have you guys actually used lasting yeah i mean i've definitely i mean first of all i had to research so much about it and that's what i was looking for and i think so many people were were texting me and I mean, we're messaging me and emailing saying, cause we talk about therapy a lot and they were like, I just can't get my partner to do it. They just won't. It's expensive. It's, you know, they just won't do it. They're against it. They think it, you know, it'll be embarrassing if people find out about it. So that's what I was sort of looking for when I found lasting was, well, what can people use to, you know, to sort of break the ice with somebody and get their feet wet with it 
for somebody who is just absolutely and totally against therapy because you're not sitting in a room looking somebody in the face. You know, you're, you're, it's, it's through technology. So it's, it seems a little less intimidating. You don't, it's completely private. You don't have to worry about walking out of the waiting room and seeing somebody, you know, I think there's a lot of benefits to it. I mean, I certainly think that it shouldn't be a replacement for therapy. Um, Hopefully that will be sort of the gateway to get people to go. But um, I certainly think that it is an awesome first step. And yeah. they're actually not sponsoring us now, so I don't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I've, I've, I've used it. I was, I've, I've been using it you know, this week. Every once in a while, I'll just kind of like go back in and look at the modules and be like, oh, you know, maybe I'll answer some of these. And and it is, it, I think it is a great tool. Um, you know, not only does it kind of deal with uh, any any therapy anxiety like you were just talking about, but even just kind of breaking down the walls of, it's hard for me to have this conversation. It's hard for me to say to you what I want to say to you, to mm-hmm. your face. Yeah. Um, but, you know, here we are, we're both answering these questions and kind of sharing in this app. And then I can see your answers and you can see my answers and we can kind of compare notes. And, and you know, and I like the, how, how you, know, you, you do the section and it kind of gives you the, the results of, all right, well, here's the, all the areas you guys agreed on. And, and here's some areas you might want to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's I think it's great. I think it's a good again, not a replacement, but uh, I certainly think for anybody who feels like they need something to mix it up and needs something to sort of take the edge off, then this is a really it's a really good start. Well, yeah, it's a way. It's a, we always said it's a good way to get started to get you comfortable to to, yeah. to really open the dialogue, get your mind okay and comfortable with talking. Mm-hmm. You know, either to your spouse or to actually go to therapy from. To, to jump from the app to actually going to therapy. So it, it's a great way to, to get everything started and then move right. on from there. Yeah. Um, which is an excellent segue to the other app I want to talk about, uh, which is Spicer, which have, have you guys ever looked at Spicer? Oh, never no. even heard of it. Okay. So now we're going to get a little, uh, we're, we're, we're going off into the, the more uh, mature themes. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Spicer is... It basically puts forth a number of uh, sexual scenarios. Like, you know, it, would you like this? Would you like this? Are you interested in this? And you could say yes, no, maybe. Oh, and your partner's like the net yes, no, maybe check. Yes, they also do yes, no, maybe. So okay. anything that anything that either of you says no to just doesn't show up. It's gone. You said no, it's off the table. Huh. That's Anything cool. you say yes to, it shows you the matches, and it's like, all right, well, here's all here's the yeses. You know, let's let's talk about this. Wow, uh, and, love it. And and, and 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 I personally think that the maybes are actually even more intriguing because, like, a lot of the yeses is like, well, all right, well, I, you know, I mean, we, we've been together for twenty years. I knew I oh, knew sure. your yeses. I, right. I knew your yeah. yeses before you did. Um, but but the maybes, I'm like, okay, well, now I'm intrigued. Let's <laughs> let's That's talk awesome. about these maybes. Oh, I gotta we gotta look into yeah, that. Let's try that. Yeah, I love it. Um, and, and, and <laughs> I mean, and, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, mainstreamish stuff. And then you got to get into more of the right. shades of gray stuff. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, and, uh, and then there are actually like, I, I, I will go up, up front saying, I don't necessarily recommend this because I've done it and it wasn't that great, but there are like additional modules that you can like pay for access to. But they're like user created modules. And a lot of those questions end up being either dumb or redundant. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that makes sense. And they're or, or they're poorly worded. Like there were there were a lot of questions where like my wife and I would both look at it and go, I don't even know what this is asking. <laughs> 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 I don't know if I should say yes or not because I'm not sure what I'm agreeing right. to. It's scary. Yeah, just give it in. Maybe see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. but no. So I mean, like honestly, like in in a lot of the same ways that like lasting kind of like opens up the dialogue and kind of yeah, helps, I love it. Facilitate marriage in general i might have to talk about that on one of our episodes yeah soon. spicer does a lot of the same things for the bedroom okay. or, or not the bedroom you know the theater the dressing room the whatever right right <laughs> right yep that's right you know, where, wherever it may be so yeah um uh yeah so i, I mean it is and and we actually uh, i'm not going to list them all off but we actually played with and tried um, a number of related apps or websites and services Spicer was by far the best in my, oh, in, in, in my opinion. There were, I mean, like I said, we did, we did a bunch of them. A lot of them were just dumber. Um, yeah. This one, I mean, this, I, I think most of the questions, especially if you don't do like the user modules and, and, and pay the extra money, most of the questions are things that you've probably at least thought of. And maybe they're things that you thought of and were like too, too afraid or too embarrassed to bring up to each other to be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm kind of interested in that, but, uh, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. Right. Um, and right. this gives you the platform to go there because, you know, all you have to do is both click yes or both click maybe or whatever. And, and, and then, and you can go, Oh, Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, I think, uh, I think we should kind of probably wind down. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure my kids are waiting for me to make dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the one who makes dinner in your house? Uh, most of the time, yes. Oh, that's good. Awesome. Um, well, thanks for having us. Uh, it was awesome. I, I honestly really appreciate you guys uh, taking the time. I know oh, it's-, it's our pleasure. No, we we really appreciate how supportive you've been of the podcast and everything. And, you know, as you know, podcast life can be rough. So uh, the support is always very greatly appreciated. And, you know, and uh, it's, I'm always like excited when I see your your name pop up and, when you message and stuff. So, uh, you, you know, it's, it's, it's obvious when you, when there are guys who are like messaging you and you know, you're like, ugh, them again, but you're always like, you know, you're, you're obviously like a really just normal down to earth guy. And it's, so it's, it's great. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. And I was going to say, I, I could do a whole separate podcast with you. Um, and, and, and no offense, Adam, but with you in particular, Danielle, uh, just on the Instagram uh, game, uh, right, and well, I know that you just we'll, did. We'll you, I know you just did it, and I, I know, and I know you. Uh, you know, you you were uh, in Atlanta, and you did the the whole presentation yeah. on, on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Instagram game. You know, you because that's another area. Like just like the podcast, where you went from like I don't have a podcast to now I have a podcast. Instagram, you kind of went from I don't have an Instagram to oh look, I have ten thousand followers. You know, right? <laughs> oh, well, I'm happy to come back on and talk to you about it. No problem. So, all right. Well, um, again, thank you. Uh, I appreciate, yeah, really thank appreciate you. it. Yeah. And, it was uh, great to talk to you. All right. You guys take care. All right. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. I appreciate you investing your time to listen to the podcast, but I also invite you to engage on social media. Uh, please go like our Facebook page and follow at Techspective on Twitter and Instagram. You can feel free to let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. Let me know if you love it. Let me know if it sucks. And uh, let me know what products you'd like to see reviewed or what 
uh, questions that you'd like to see answered in future posts.